Intel, your favorite semiconductor company, did amazing earnings. We can see investors are super excited. The stock is up over 8% today. So in today's episode, what I want to do the following. First, I know this video might be a little bit later than the earnings release. Uh, I wanted to take a closer look and really listen into the earnings call so I can share as much information as I can. Um, I know a lot of you guys enjoy this channel for all the amazing semiconductor content. So I want to make sure to bring as much as much uh, great value to you. Um, I also want to say that Intel shared a lot of great insight about the market, especially if, obviously for the semiconductor industry. So later on in later on today or early tomorrow morning, I will also be dropping a video on how AMD and NVIDIA investors should kind of see Intel's earnings. I do believe it's very, very bullish for NVIDIA and somewhat bullish for AMD. There are some headwinds that I think AMD investors might want to kind of consider. Uh, so I'll definitely be doing another video on this. But today, I want to just take a closer look on an overview on Intel and obviously why are investors so excited and kind of just share my overall thoughts. So let's get started. All right. So first, let's start off with executive summary. The company did beat quarter two on revenue, gross margins and earnings per share based on what the company kind of expected earlier on. Um, they do, do, did return to profitability and they are expecting a modest second half 2023 recovery. And that's what we're hearing a lot that, hey, the market, at least in one of the big growers we're going to see is kind of the client market kind of returning a little bit more as inventory levels are are, are getting better, right? Um, and that's obviously helping this company out a nice amount. Um, we are going to see revenue was $12.9 billion. Unfortunately, it was still down 15% year over year, but it was roughly $9 billion above April's outlook. Uh, gross margins were 398 still above April outlook. Earnings per share was $0.13 cents when... Uh, when the company uh, a quarter ago pretty much thought they were going to be on the negative side. Uh, so overall, things are looking pretty good. The company really kind of dis um, has m numerous markets. I do believe there are three main industries that all Intel investors should really follow. That is their process and manufacturing, their client segment, and obviously their data center group. Uh, so for those in their process manufacturing, right, they do mention that they're trying to hit five nodes in four years. And right now within this innovation, the company is doing really well. Intel 7 is in high volume manufacturing already. Intel 4 is ramping their Meteor Lake production, wafer starts, and expect to launch in the second half of 2023. I'm pretty excited about a Meteor Lake. Meteor Lake is going to be one of the first products where they're kind of doing a little bit of maybe of chiplet design, uh, which is going to be pretty interesting. Maybe not the first product, but one of the main products um, consumer-wise where we're going to start to see that chiplet design um, where they're going to be kind of outsourcing certain chips and going to be obviously producing some of their own chips, which I do believe is going to kind of help this company lead in some increase that performance in kind of their consumer products inside intel 4 and inside um meteor lake the company is also kind of creating an ai chip um which is trying to bring some form of ai workloads to local devices this is something we're hearing a lot from a lot of big companies we saw earlier last i believe was it last week or two weeks ago where microsoft was talking about bringing uh, certain local AI work uh, certain AI workloads to the local market or to the PC right so um, we are seeing that Intel is obviously focused in this space as well um, 
The company also mentioned that, hey, Intel 3, Intel 20A, and Intel 18A are on track. Uh, and these are where uh, Intel 18A is where the company believes that they're going to start to outperform the current leaders, which is TSMC, uh, and they do believe that they will be better, obviously, than Samsung. Um, some great news here. They are also kind of increasing in backside power via. We did talk about this in a previous episodes that the company did see some test chips and some notable performance and efficiency gains. Uh, so overall, the company is really moving along pretty great in their process leadership. I personally want to say that I would be shocked now the way that the company, obviously, we're already half in. We already see that Intel 4 is in, is in ramping. They still need to kind of be in schedule with Intel 3, Intel 20A, and obviously Intel 18A, um, but it does seem like right now they are heading in the right direction. So I I, I want to take a closer look more into what we saw from their earnings call, because obviously everybody can come here and can kind of read the earnings presentation. Uh, so first, I want to take a closer look at their client consumer group. Uh, and their client group revenue was down 12% year over year, but we can see that the operating margins are was up was up versus a year ago. So operating margins la- uh, last year was 11%. This year was 15%. During the earnings call, the company mentioned that, hey, they are seeing better inventory corrections. And that is a great thing, right? Obviously, this is a company that provides a lot and a lot of client CPU products uh, for laptops, for desktops, uh, for the enterprise world, for obviously the um, consumer tech. Uh, so I do believe we are kind of getting into the bottom in the second half of the year, we're going to see better improvements in the client computing group, and this is going to be a nice money maker for Intel. Uh, I do believe that's also going to bode well for AMD, but like I mentioned, I will do that in another video. I also mentioned, like we saw here, that Meteor Lake is coming out in, um, will come out in the second half of this year, and they do mention that they are bringing AI to the PC at scale. And one of the analyst questions was like, hey, why are we trying to bring AI to scale, right? Uh, and one of the main reasons is there's going to be certain solutions, for example, real-time translation or real-time kind of um, caption uh, caption closing, uh, stuff that require real-time solutions are going to be needed to be done locally. Uh, so obviously with Internet of Things, there are a lot of market opportunities. Obviously in the computer market, uh, with things like uh, content creation uh, that we're seeing globally, uh, there are a lot of use cases where we're going to need real-time and local AI hardware. So the client computing group is expected to go up quarter over quarter, and I do believe this is kind of showing the bottom of the market, and this bodes well for the overall uh, for the overall semiconductor industry. Now, my favorite se- um, segment that they talk a little bit about was the data center market, and in the data center market, they showcased a little bit of bullish and some bearish. Thoughts. All right, guys, but before we take a closer look at the data center market, if you are enjoying the episode, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. I'm trying to hit 30,000 subs by the end of the year, so all the help um, is appreciated. If you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, I do have a membership program. I just dropped another weekly exclusive video there uh, where I share a lot of great content about the semiconductor space. And finally... 
Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. First, I want to talk about the bearish thoughts. Overall, revenue was down 15% year over year. Operating income is still on the negative loss. The company does mention that they expect quarter three to still be another down, uh, still be another down quarter for them in the data center market. The main reason is right now we're seeing most capex um, capital expenditure investments going into more of accelerating products opposed to your CPU. So right now there's still some form of CPU inventory correction happening. Most of the money being spent is going to go on things like accelerators, like GPUs and some other forms of maybe ASIC solutions that are meant for accelerating, especially for the AI market. The great thing is that Intel does have a few accelerators, right? They have their GPU flex. They have their Gaudi, which I've talked about in the past, and I mentioned how their Gaudi platform is definitely one of the big players in the AI market. So they do see right now a $1 billion pipeline on their accelerators and all those that I mentioned. One, the main player here is Gaudi, uh, and they're saying that they're saying that they're seeing great response right now from their Gaudi too, and strong demand. And one of the main reasons, right, is Nvidia GPUs are very difficult to kind of grab at the moment. Um, so a lot of companies are trying to find some form of alternative. It does seem like Gaudi too, um, a DPU seems to be a nice alternative for certain AI workloads, and they are seeing that $1 billion pipeline. Uh, so investors are getting super excited about the numerous different solutions that Intel has in the accelerating market. The company also mentions that they have a great track for for pipe uh, of of kind of roadmap for accelerators, AI accelerators, like I mentioned. For right now, for 2023, the one that's going to be doing most of the heavy lifting is going to be Gaudi 2. They do mention that they are already expecting Gaudi 3 for 2024, and that's going to be the, the, the accelerator that's going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for them in the AI market. Um, they do mention they, they already have their first wafers. I wonder if they kind of share it in their presentation. Uh, here they just mentioned Gaudi 3 in the first half of 2024. And in 2025, they are talking about Falcon Shores, which will be their next AI accelerator. And they mentioned for 2026, they also do have Falcon Shore next, um, already kind of in the pipeline. Uh, so it does seem like this company is definitely pushing in the accelerator market. Right now, it's a $1 billion um, pipeline, and they do expect this to grow over time. Like I mentioned right now, even though they have a nice amount of products, Gaudi 2 is the big player driving the, that market right now. And throughout the years, like I mentioned, we have Gaudi 3, we have uh, Falcon Shores and Falcon Shores 2. The company also did talk about their foundry service. And I, I did do a previous video where we looked at TSMC and we also heard from ASML that there were some companies kind of delaying manufacturing plants. Intel did come out and say that there's still there's no delays at the moment on their Arizona plant. Um, that's great news, right? I did kind of have the... I thought there was going to be a high probability that because we heard it from ASML, we also heard it from uh, TSMC, that there might be some delays that Intel might actually say the same thing. Um, but I actually got a comment in one of my previous videos uh, where I did discuss that, and they did mention that, hey, remember, Intel has been doing this for numerous, numerous years. They have plenty of plants in the United States, so they might be a little bit more prepared than some of the other players, and it does seem like that's the case. Uh, so right now, it definitely was a bullish quarter for the company. 
money to some extent. Nothing, nothing crazy, right? I, I wish the perf- the perfect quarter would have been this. If we are seeing the growth in the client market, which is great news, we would have expected maybe a higher growth in the data center market. But we know that quarter three is going to be weak for them, um, and they're not going to see much more growth until quarter four. Uh, that would have been better results. Um, and I think if we would have seen the data center market seeing more strength, then maybe this company would have had even a better uh, return. But we can see as I am recording, the stock is up over eight, o- o- almost 9%. Investors are pretty excited. Would I buy or sell the stock at these levels? I mean, obviously, Intel, I've talked about it in the past numerous, numerous times. This is a company that's in a turnaround story. They have numerous growth opportunities. I've really talked about their AI market. I think if you want to learn a little bit more about NVIDIA's AI Accelerator, especially the Gaudi 2, I did do a video here three weeks ago where I said NVIDIA's biggest AI threat is not AMD stock. And I do talk a little bit more about AMD. Uh, So definitely check that video out where I talk a little bit more about Intel's kind of AI endeavors. All right, so would I buy or sell Intel at the moment? So definitely I would not sell Intel. I mean, I, I do believe this company does have numerous growth opportunities. We see year-to-date response without what we're seeing right now. The stock was up 30%. I do believe with what the stock is up right now, it was going to be closer to maybe 45% year-to-date. Um, this is obviously still underperforming the other players like AMD and like NVIDIA. Um, but I do believe a little bit of the risk has been eliminated, and that's why maybe if you are a little bit more risk tolerant you don't mind purchasing when the stock was probably in the low 20s there are certain investors that like to wait for hey maybe some of the risks to kind of disappear and then kind of get into even if they miss the bottom and i do believe that's what's happening right now a lot of the risk has been eliminated obviously not all the risk is gone there's always risk when investment but a lot of the kind of um earlier risk we're we're seeing right so right now what's the risk that's eliminated we are seeing a good momentum on their manufacturing and them trying to push the five nodes in four years, which is great news. Uh, another thing is this is a company that's also kind of increasing their solutions in the AI accelerator. A lot of people were fearing that, hey, the CPU market was going to be gone thanks to AI. That's not the case. But to double down, Intel is also becoming a strong, strong player in the AI market. Finally, they are still on track with their Arizona plant and most likely with all their other plants. So they are going good directions in their manufacturing front. There's obviously still some risk. The major risk is obviously competitions from companies like NVIDIA, like AMD. The second risk I want to say with their manufacturing plan is, are they going to be able to grab customers? They did mention some great partnerships. Are they going to be able to grab enough um, enough kind of uh, customers as they kind of continue to release their next generation of Intel, Intel 3, Intel 20A, and Intel 18A. Obviously, there's the possibility. And if they do, it's a question of how long. Is it going to take a lot longer than what investors are expecting? So there is a lot of risk here and there. So I do believe every investor should kind of see it. So would I buy... With those thoughts, would I buy Intel? I mean, I don't I don't have it in my portfolio, and I don't think I'm going to purchase it anytime soon. I do believe there's other opportunities in the semiconductor market, which might give me better probabilities of higher return. Um, so at the moment, I'm probably not purchasing, but I did this definitely, uh, I, I want to say um, Intel can definitely outperform and might definitely shock a lot of investors within the year or so. And like I said, I, I don't think it's too late if you believe 
this company will succeed and will kind of make all those um, great strides. I think just right now, a lot of the risk has been eliminated. So obviously, you're not going to get this at the bottom. So let me know in the comments below. What are you guys thinking of doing? Are you thinking of buying? Are you thinking of selling? Are you thinking of just kind of looking at this stock? That's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm just watching it. I got exposure in the CPU and the GPU market. So I'm not worried if I miss out on this company.